Good day to you fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed. Larry Fitzgerald, who is somebody you do not know, but it's just a story I found. Hay un autor que tal vez no lo conocemos, pero es una historia que quiero compartir con usted. He writes, we have two dogs that do not like their pens. Tenemos dos perros que no les gusta sus jaulas. When we first started training them, it was a hassle to drive them into the pen. Cuando primero empezaron el entrenamiento, era bien difícil que ellos entraran a su jaula. Often we'd get one in the pen and then try to get the other in. Y la mayoría de las veces eh, tratábamos con uno primero y después tratábamos con el otro. And when we opened the gate to get the second one in, the other one would dart out. Pero cuando abríamos la jaula para meter al segundo, el primero venía y se salía. Then his wife Lynn discovered it's easier to lead the dogs than to drive them. Entonces mi esposa descubrió, mi esposa Lynn descubrió que es más fácil dirigirlos que mandarlos. So what they did was they would grab two doggy treats and they would step outside and the dogs would see and smell what was going on and then they could lead them into the pen. So lo que hacíamos uh, fue que tomamos eh, unos dulces de perros y tratábamos de, de, de hacer que ellos nos siguieran y treinarlos dándoles eh, dulces de perros. And when they did that, they would say night, night, each time they brought out a doggy treat and, and led them into the pen. Y cada vez que ellos hacían eso, ellos decían las palabras night, night, eh, una expresión que se dice cuando es el tiempo de dormir tratando de treinar a los niños y decían esos, esas palabras cuando era tiempo de acostarlo a dormir. So as dogs will do, they learned what was going on and got to the point where they would actually beat them to the uh, pins. Y con el tiempo los perros aprendieron y llegó el momento donde ellos lo hacían antes de que ellos tuvieran que darle la orden. Dogs are a lot like sheep. They need to be led rather than be driven. Y los perros son muy eh, similar a las ovejas. Tienen que ser dirigidos. Guess what? We are sheep. Y sabes que nosotros somos ovejas. In fact, in biblical circles, I'm known as a shepherd. Eh, en el círculo bíblico, yo soy un pastor. So look at what the word says in Psalm 100, verse 3. Mira lo que dice la palabra en el Salmo 100, verso 3. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Reconocer que Jehová es Dios. Él nos hizo y no nosotros a nosotros mismos. Pueblo suyo somos y ovejas de su prado. You cannot drive sheep, you must lead sheep. No podemos mandar ovejas, tenemos que dirigir ovejas. Look at your neighbor right now and say, you're a sheep. Mira a tu vecino y dile, eres oveja. O hazle bad. Bad. Likewise, you cannot drive Christians either. De la misma manera, tú no puedes mandar a gente cristiana. You must lead them into obedience. You must lead them into following Christ. Ellos tienen que ser dirigido a la obediencia, dirigido a seguir a Jesús. So today is going to be about learning that lesson. So esa es la lección que queremos que aprendan en el día de hoy. Let me put it this way for you. Leading means doing our best to provide a good example to follow. El dirigir significa que vamos a hacer el mejor trabajo que podemos hacer para proveer un buen ejemplo a seguir. Leading is teaching both in word and deed. 
es, el, es la enseñanza tanto de palabra como de acciones. Our actions matter. Nuestras acciones son importantes. We all need to understand something. Tenemos todos que entender algo. We are under constant surveillance by believers and non-believers alike. Estamos constantemente siendo vigilado por gente que son creyentes tanto como gente que no son creyentes. Anybody out there be honest to this preacher today, some of you listening at home, etc. I want you to acknowledge on, that you've ever been embarrassed that someone caught you. Habrá alguien aquí que puede ser honesto, que puede decirlo aquí o en, o en el Facebook Live, que puede decir que se abochornaron, se avergonzaron, que le cogieron haciendo algo indebido. I'm going to make an open confession this morning. Yo voy a, a confesarles algo en el día de hoy. It was probably a year and a half ago. Tal vez hace un año y medio atrás. I was over at the local Walgreens right over here on Shandersville Road. Estaba por acá en, el, en la farmacia de Walgreens que está aquí cerca. And I was ready to leave. Y estaba a punto de irme. And someone pulled in blocking me behind me in a convertible Thunderbird, one of those newer version Thunderbirds. Pero antes de irme vino un carro, un convertible Thunderbird y me bloqueó y yo no pude salir. Beautiful car owned by somebody obviously that was capable of owning one of these classic cars. I waited and I'm, I'm good for a little bit. But I do have things to do. And I waited and I waited. Y esperé, y esperé. Y seguí esperando. Y seguí esperando. Y seguí esperando hasta que él no diga algo. No voy a seguir diciendo que... And I want you to know that I came this close <laughs> to opening my window yelling something out while tooting the horn and making a gesture, not the gesture you think I was going to make. Yo estaba así por abrir la ventana, tocar la bocina y sacar la mano y darle una señal, no la señal que usted piensa, pero una señal al tipo para que moviera el carro. So I was going to say something like this. The rest of us have things to do. How hard is it to find a parking spot? Yo le iba a decir, mira, el resto del mundo tiene cosas que hacer. Búscate un estacionamiento. But, pero, just before that might have come out of my mouth, antes de yo casi decir eso, I looked, and this was somebody I knew yo, yo me in ministry. Yo me percaté que era alguien que yo conocía del ministerio. And right at that moment they moved along. <laughs> y en ese momento Dios los movió. I told them God moved them in Spanish. <laughs> God was looking out. God me. saved me from myself. Dios me salvó de mí mismo. I'm usually pretty patient, pretty good with this stuff, but for whatever reason on that day, it had gotten Usualmente to me. There's always somebody watching you. Siempre hay alguien mirando. Just lodge that away. It may come up later in the message. Let's read this passage from the Gospel of John chapter 13 beginning at verse 1. Vamos a leer un pasaje de Juan 13 del 1 al 5. If you don't mind, ask them to, to use busca, their own Juan scriptures 13, so you don't 5, have to repeat everything. Porque lo va a leer en inglés solamente. 
Juan 13, del 1 al 5. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth. I want you to focus on that verse or that part of the verse for a moment. You have to say that to him. Quiero que se enfoquen en el primer, la primera, el primer verso, el, el verso número uno. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth. And now he loved them to the very end. Donde dice que él había amado a los suyos que estaban en el mundo y los amó hasta el fin. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now they moved it too quick for me, Maria. <laughs> and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. We're going to look at first at the full extent of his love. Vamos primero a mirar eh, en, en completo el amor de Jesús hacia sus discípulos. Jesus is love, as he said. Jesus knew his time had come. Jesús sabía que su tiempo había llegado. That's where that verse begins. Es donde empieza ese verso. And this scripture really gives us a clear view of the heart of God. Y este pasaje de las escrituras nos da una, un retrato claro del corazón de Dios. But doesn't it amaze you that um, Jesus is already talking about the end when he's so young? Y es asombroso que Jesús, en, aun siendo joven, eh, eh, ya está hablando del fin de su vida. I mean, we're, not, we're just barely halfway through this gospel and and you all know Jesus's age essentially at this time he's in his early 30s very early 30s está en su estamos un poco de la mitad de este evangelio ya Jesús está hablando de su muerte so while it may not make sense to you in that way but when you consider the cross was his primary purpose for coming it now starts to make sense, right? Entonces, hace un poco más de sentido cuando pensamos y consideramos que la cruz y su muerte era su primordial propósito. Is there anyone out there who can be like me on occasion where you, um, your, your mind so set on what you have to do that you can miss stuff that you should otherwise have noticed. Y habrá alguien aquí que sea como yo que cuando su mente está en hacer muchas cosas podemos perder momentos durante el día. You ever walk by somebody you should have said hello to but you were so focused on what you were doing you didn't even say hello? Alguna vez pasaste por alguien que pudiste haber saludado pero estabas tan en lo suyo que no lo saludaste. And you find out later it bothered them. Y después te descubres que le molestó a la persona. But he could have said hi to you too. <laughs> but the, the, the reason for bringing it out here is that Jesus doesn't do that. Y lo digo porque Jesús no hace eso. His actions, hear me when I say it, his actions help us understand his mindset in proving his love for his disciples. Sus acciones nos ayudan a nosotros a entender la mentalidad de Jesús en comprobando su amor por sus discípulos. And the second thing that leaps out at me or out at us here is the necessity of showing his love to his own in the world. That's what we're going to see here. Y lo segundo que quiero subrayar que sobresale de esto es la necesidad que él tuvo de demostrar su amor a los suyos en el mundo. We get uh, an insight into his personality and compassion in these verses. Tenemos una vista personal a la personalidad y la compasión de Jesús. And here's the first thing I really want you to grab hold of today. 
Jesus wasn't just returning to the Father. Jesús no solamente estaba devolviéndose al Padre. He was leaving family and friends that he deeply loved. Él estaba dejando familia y amigos que él amaba profundamente. There's the bones. Now let me put some meat on it. Esos son los huesos. Ahora vamos a la carne. I don't know if that's a phrase y'all use in the Spanish language, but hey. Jesus was not just leaving the Father. He are returning to the Father. He was leaving behind people that he deeply loved. People. Él no solamente estaba retornándose al Padre. Él estaba dejando familia y amigos que él amaba mucho. It's a scenario that's very familiar to me having grown up and having most all of my family in Florida. Y yo puedo relatarme a eso porque yo me crié en la Florida y tuve que irme. Because we've been doing ministry here in the Northeast for 36 years. Que mi esposa y yo hemos estado por 36 años envuelto en ministerio acá en el norte. And so we would go either yearly or every other year thereabouts with our family to Florida to spend time with my family. So cada año o cada otro año hemos acostumbrado a volver a la Florida para compartir con mi familia. And many of you are from different nations and you still have family. A lot of you have Puerto Rican family members. Muchos de nosotros que estamos aquí, que somos de diferentes países, tenemos todavía familia allá. Muchos de los puertorriqueños todavía tienen familia en Puerto Rico. And you go visit them and there comes that moment when you have to say goodbye and it's difficult, isn't it? Y vamos y los visitamos, pero llega ese momento donde de nuevo hay que despedirnos y es difícil. So I want you to focus for a moment on the human fleshly Jesus. So quiero que usted se enfoque por un segundo en el, en el ser humano que era Jesús, en, en el Jesús carnal. While I'm sure he's glad to be returning to the Father, he is also battling leaving behind people that he deeply loved. Y aunque estoy seguro que él está, eh, él está mirando hacia, la, hacia adelante por retornarse a su Padre, también está sufriendo porque va a dejar a gente que él ama. Let me put it this way for you. Jesus wasn't just loving anybody, but he was loving someone in particular. Jesús no estaba amando a cualquier persona. Él amaba a unas personas en, en particular. He didn't just love somebody or anybody. He loved someone in particular. I'll make a point of that. Él no estaba solo amando a cualquier persona. Era alguien en particular. Here's what John Uh, 15:13 says there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. Jesús dijo Juan 15:13 nadie tiene amor más grande que el dar su vida por sus amigos. Those of you in house right now you see those words are in red. Jesus is speaking. Hear him say it. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's Friends. So back to what I said. Jesus wasn't just loving anybody. He was loving someone in particular. This is significant because it may sometimes be easier for us to ignore needs if there's no real face on them. Esto es importante porque a veces se nos hace más fácil uh, para nosotros como ignorar necesidades eh, si no realmente hay una, no hay una apariencia, una cara con ellos. That took a lot. I'm reading your notes. You must have had to dance all around. No, don't. Anyway, in our recent return from the... Uh, mountain area where we go for vacation each year. Cuando de, cuando nos regresamos hace unos días de la cabaña, la montaña donde vamos todos los años. We are 16 miles from any known Lockhaven is the city we were we were approaching. 16 miles though. Estábamos como a 16 millas del próximo de la próxima ciudad. Now as we came around a bend, I looked ahead And I could see a column of smoke going up into the sky. It wasn't a windy day, so it just 
It was a huge column of smoke going up. De repente yo veo una nube de humo que estaba subiendo de algún sitio. And as we got closer and closer, we came to the point where we could actually see there was a home fully enveloped in fire. Y mientras nos acercábamos de donde estaban saliendo ese humo, pudimos ver que era una casa que estaba encendida en fuego. I'm saying pouring out the windows to the roof edges they I, I mean flames as high as this building estamos hablando de un fuegazo un fuego que salía de esa casa y llegaba como hasta hasta la cima de este techo it impacted me but how many of you know that if it had been a home of somebody i know i not only i would have stopped I would have come over, I would have checked on them. It changes things, doesn't it? Y eso me impactó, pero ¿cuántos saben que si hubiese sido alguien que yo hubiese conocido, un amigo mío, yo me hubiese parado, detenido a tratar de ayudarlos? O sea, que el conocer la persona como que cambia la acción. We were three, four miles beyond that home before one emergency vehicle started by us. Y habíamos llegado a tres o cuatro millas más, más adelante de la casa que estaba encendida en fuego y ahí entonces fue donde vimos el primer, el primer vehículo de emergencia que, que iba hacia la casa. What I'm telling you is by the time they would get there, it was, there was no hope. Lo que le estoy diciendo es que no había esperanza para esa casa. But I don't know. Pero yo no los conozco. It matters to me. Es, es significante para mí. But it, I don't know. Pero no los conozco. So I didn't stop. So no paré. I care that it was someone. Me importa que era alguien envuelto ahí. But I don't care on the level of as if it were somebody I know. Do you understand the difference? When we truly associate a face to a need, it's much harder to say no, isn't it? How I'm relating this now is that who knows, maybe when Jesus cries out, Father, let this cup pass from me, it was because of his love for his disciples. Como, como, como relato esto es que como nosotros no sabemos que cuando Jesús dijo, pasa de mi padre esta copa, eh, no era porque él estaba pensando en sus discípulos. Come on, get into the room with me now. Llega a este momento conmigo. Jesus has wrapped himself in a towel. Jesús tiene una toalla amarrado a su cintura. He's kneeling to the ground. Él está arrodillado. And he's beginning to wash his disciples' feet. Y él empieza a limpiar, a lavarle los pies. The scriptures tell us that Jesus knew his time was near. Y las escrituras dicen que Jesús sabía que ya su tiempo había llegado. I can assure you the disciples had no clue. Y yo te puedo asegurar que los discípulos no tenían idea de lo que estaba pasando. So I'm thinking Jesus is on his knees saying, God, they have no idea what they're about to face. So yo me puedo imaginar que Jesús está arrodillado y está pensando, Dios mío, Padre, ellos no tienen ni idea lo que van a enfrentar. These are his friends, his companions. He's walked with them day in and day out for years now. Estos son sus amigos, sus compañeros que por tres años y medio él había caminado y compartido y vivido. So there's a face, there's a name to this need for Jesus. So hay un nombre a esta necesidad que tiene Jesús. 
It's the same reason that when you, you may be watching a television commercial early in the morning or later in the evening and there'll be a minute-long commercial where they're showing some four-year-old child with a bloated belly. Es como estar viendo televisión y llega un anuncio donde te enseñan un, un, un niño con, con una barriga anchada, hinchada, digo. And they'll be dirty and, and clearly you know that that child needs food and they're asking you to send money. Y le están pidiendo a través del anuncio que envíe dinero porque necesita nutrición el niño. They're putting a face on a real need. Están poniéndole una cara a esa necesidad. And I want you to see today that Jesus is equating what the disciples would go through and that need in this moment. Y quiero que usted entienda que Jesús ahora tiene una cara a la necesidad que tienen los discípulos mirándolos a ellos. There's an, a moment of intimacy and interaction between Jesus and his friends. Hay un momento de interacción, un momento de intimidad entre amigos que Jesús está teniendo aquí. So I ask you this question, would they grasp the full extent of his love? Ahora yo le pregunto, eh, los discípulos podían entenderlo, agarrar en completo el amor de Jesús en ese momento. Let's go back to chapter 13 verses 2 and 3 now. Vamos al, al, vers, al capítulo 13 de Juan, versos 2 y 3. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. Now look, this is what Jesus knew. Esto es lo que Jesús sabía. The reality is, however, that they could not possibly know the full extent of his love like we do. Pero la realidad es que ellos no podían, posible, no había posibilidad que ellos entendieran el amor que él tenía para ellos. The Gospel of John is being, he's writing this many years later, some 20, 30 years after the event eh, that he's writing it. And we all know that hindsight is 2020, right? Y como sabemos que Juan escribe este evangelio hace unos 20 o 30 años después, y sabemos que cuando uno mira para atrás, pues la visión es de 2020. How many of you have ever said these words? I knew that was going to happen before it happened. ¿Cuántos han dicho, yo sabía que eso iba a pasar antes que pasó? But you lied, right? Pero estabas mintiendo. Because you didn't know. Porque realmente no sabías. Jesus knew. Jesús sabía. They couldn't possibly comprehend the extent of his love for them. The disciples did not know until Jesus was literally on the cross that he would die for them. Isn't that right, Pastor Al? They didn't have a clue. No tenían ni idea. Even while he's on the cross, I'm telling you, they're still expecting something to happen. Aún estando Jesús en la cruz, los discípulos están esperando algún tipo de milagro que los saque de ahí. And something did happen, but it wasn't what they thought was going to happen. Y algo sucedió, pero no era lo que ellos pensaban que iba a suceder. It wasn't until after his death and ascension that they really understood the necessity of the cross. No fue hasta después de su muerte y su ascensión que ellos entonces entendieron la necesidad de la cruz. So how can we expect them to, to understand the full extent of his love at this point? So cómo podemos esperar que ellos entendían eh, a, a, a plenitud la, el amor de Jesús? But they would come to know in the full by his example. Pero si lo iban a venir a entender por su ejemplo. Look at your neighbor right now say you're an example. Mira tu vecino y dile tú eres un ejemplo. See, it wasn't enough for Jesus to say what was going on. He's now got to display his real love for them. 
No fue suficiente Jesús decirle que les amaba. Él tenía que demostrárselo. The disciples would know because they would see eventually. Y ellos iban a entender porque iban a ver eventualmente. Who am I talking to out there that sometimes it takes a little while for you to get it? ¿A quién le estoy hablando que a veces le toma un poquito de tiempo para que usted agarre las cosas? Just, just a couple of you. It takes a little while to get it. Sometimes you didn't raise your hand, you didn't get it. So there you go. You're all guilty. While they may not have understood the cross or that Jesus would give his life for them and us, they did understand that he was God in the flesh. Y aunque ellos tal vez no entendían el porqué de la cruz o que Jesús iba a morir por ellos y por nosotros, ellos sí entendían que él era Dios en la carne. You remember the words of Peter, right? ¿Se acuerdan lo que le dijo Pedro? We're going to come back to Peter, Peter in just a second, but you remember what he said? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Usted, tú eres el Cristo, el Hijo del Dios viviente. Peter knew. Pedro sabía. The disciples knew Los he was God in the flesh. Era Dios en la carne, But for Peter, that became a problem. That's why he struggled to have Jesus wash his feet. Pero, eh, para, eh, por, por Pedro, en, en el, la mente de Pedro, esto era un problema cuando Jesús entonces quiere venir a lavarle los pies. Let's look at a couple more verses from John 13, verse 6 now. Juan capítulo 13, versos del 6 al 9. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, Hear the, see the words in red now? You don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never ever wash my feet. Peter's about to get him a directional change. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands, my head as well. Lord, not just my feet. Peter gets it. Took him a little bit, right? Pedro le tomó un poco de tiempo, pero ahora lo está agarrando. But he gets it. Y lo agarró. Lord, don't just wash my feet. No wash my pies. head. Wash my hands. I want everything you've got, Lord. I want to be everything that you want me to be. I need all of you I can get. No solo me lave los pies, lávame completo. Necesito todo lo que usted me quiere dar. But we can't just leave it here with the disciples. Podemos dejarlo aquí solo con los discípulos. We must grasp the full extent of his love. Nosotros tenemos que agarrar la plenitud del amor de Jesús. For every one of you that do not or think you do not struggle with his love, there are a half dozen that do listening to me right now. De todo lo que están escuchándome ahora mismo, muchos tal vez no eh, luchan con el amor, pero hay más de la mitad que tal vez luchan con el amor de Jesús. And it's be real to you just now. Y, 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 y tal vez ahora mismo le es real esa realidad. Look at verse 2, same chapter 13 of John. 13, capítulo 13 de Juan, mira el verso 2. It was time for supper. And the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Era el tiempo de la cena, y ya Satanás había incitado a Judas para que traicionara a Jesús. There is perhaps no greater message or teaching Jesus gave that is directed more profoundly toward us than his disciples then. No hay tal vez un mensaje más grande o una enseñanza que Jesús pudo dar que es dirigido más profundamente a nosotros ahora 
de lo que fue dirigido a sus discípulos en ese momento. By the time I'm done with this today, this message is going to jump out at you. Y antes de yo terminar en el día de hoy, este mensaje le va a resaltar a usted. The message Jesus gave these disciples rings across the centuries with a striking significance. Y ese mensaje que Jesús le dio a sus discípulos está resonando y ha resonado por siglos con una, una significancia muy importante. His love for us was so great that he washed the feet of the very man that was about to betray him. El amor de Jesús es tan amplio y tan extenso que él le lavó los pies al que le iba a traicionar. Jesus, just like he knew the end was near, knew that Judas was going to betray him. Y Jesús, tanto como sabía que su tiempo había llegado, que ya mismo iba a sufrir la cruz, también sabía que Judas lo iba a traicionar. He knew that Judas would betray him, and yet, hear me when I say it, he ministered to him with the same love and compassion that he had for all the others. Él sabía que Judas lo iba a traicionar, sin embargo, él le ministró y le, y le demostró el mismo amor y la misma compasión que él había demostrado a los demás. Do you get that? ¿Escuchas eso? The response of that one man did not matter one bit. La respuesta de Judas no importaba. We don't operate that way, do we? Nosotros Come on, be honest with me today. Come on, be honest with me. If somebody punches you, you're punching back, aren't you? Si alguien le mete una galleta, usted le va a meter otra. We all love the Old Testament eye for an eye, don't we? Come on, you should be honest with me today because you're going to have to face the Lord when I'm done. Most of us don't really do well when it comes to acting like Jesus wants us to act. Muchos de nosotros se nos hace difícil cuando se trata de accionar como Jesús accionaría. What if I had yelled at that guy in the parking lot of Walgreens? ¿Qué hubiese pasado si yo lo hubiese gritado al tipo en el parking de Walgreens? What do you think that does for, for my ministry in this area? ¿Qué me hubiese hecho a mi testimonio en esta área? I mean, you know, maybe he would have never said anything to anybody, but I can guarantee you I would have been diminished in his eyes. Tal vez él no le dice mal, él no le dice nada a nadie, pero te te garantizo que yo me hubiese bajado en sus ojos. Here's what you need to hear. Y esto es lo que tienes que escuchar. In the mind of God, Judas deserved this as much as the others. En la mente de Dios, Judas merecía esto tanto como los demás. Go back into the room. Jesus is there with the towel. He's already washed three or four guys' feet. He hadn't gotten to Peter yet. And there's Judas. How many of you could look in the eye of your betrayer? And humble yourself to the point of washing his feet. So when I tell you Jesus gave us an example that could perhaps blow your mind, this is that example. So cuando yo le digo a usted que Jesús nos dejó un ejemplo que no, no cabría en, nuestro, en nuestra mente, este es, este es ese ejemplo. This must tell you something about how God views you. Esto tiene que decirte cómo Dios le mira a usted. If he could wash 
If God could wash the feet of his own betrayer, how much more does he love and care about you? Si Jesús pudo servir y lavar los pies al que lo iba a traicionar, ¿cuánto más le ama usted? And it tells us something else. Y nos dice otra cosa. Nothing good that we do is ever wasted. Nada que nosotros hagamos que sea bueno se gasta. Here, here it is. And if you haven't taken any notes, this is something that you want to take away from the message today. Doing what is right in the face of all that is wrong is still God's way. Haciendo lo correcto en medio de tanta malicia todavía es el camino de Dios. I'll say it again. Doing what is right in the face of all that is wrong is still God's way. Haciendo lo correcto en medio del, del todo lo que está malo todavía es el camino de This Dios. is Jesus saying if somebody slaps you on one cheek turn to him the other. He's actually doing it right now. Este es Jesús no solamente diciendo si alguien le da en el cachete dale el otro. Este es Jesús demostrándolo y haciéndolo. So your current vilest offender in your life is still somebody that you need to show the compassion and love of God to. So la persona más infeliz, miserable y vil en tu vida es todavía una persona que usted tiene que servir. So that singular, difficult event that happened then did not prevent Jesus from doing what was eternal in value. So ese evento singular de ser traicionado no le pre previnió a Jesús hacer lo que tenía que hacer en su propósito eterno. So maybe you're facing somebody right now that is offensive to you and you need to move yourself from that singular event and recognize you are dealing with eternity. So tal vez uh, usted tiene que continuar de ese momento que te ofendieron y poder entender que estás eh, en medio de un propósito eterno en tu vida. Maybe this will shock you at, on a Sunday afternoon in July. Tal vez esto le va a asombrar en un julio en un domingo en la tarde. But you need to recognize that you will be judged by what you do. Pero usted tiene que reconocer que usted va a ser juzgado por lo que usted hace. I guess I need to convince you in the word. Romans chapter 2 verse 6. Romanos capítulo 2 y verso 6. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. Porque Dios le pagará cada uno según lo que merezcan sus obras. Oh, I'm not done since we're using Peter in much of this. Why don't we look at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 17? Mira lo que dice Primera de Pedro, capítulo 1 verso 17. And remember that the heavenly Father, this is New Testament, folks. Both of these passages, New Testament. This is an Old Testament. Estos dos pasajes están en el Nuevo Testamento. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of Him during your time here as temporary residents. Ya que invocan como Padre que juzga con imparcialidad las obras de cada uno vivan con temor reverente mientras sean peregrinos en este mundo and so the Lord's ultimate concern was for the, all of them to see that he was their servant and friend so lo que Jesús quería que ellos entendieran era que él era su, su siervo y su amigo look at your neighbor right now say go forth and do likewise Mira tu vecino y dile, haz usted lo mismo. Let me bring this to a close. I'm going to change it up from what you have in your notes. Okay. The way the world views it doesn't count. No cuenta de la manera que el mundo lo ve. I'm speaking specifically to us 
in our actions in the world. Y estoy hablando específicamente a nosotros y nuestras acciones en el mundo. In the eyes of the world, it's perfectly okay if someone wrongs you, you wrong them back. En la vista del mundo, está muy bien que usted le haga al que le al que le hizo. How many of you can see that in the word here, that's not what Jesus did? The fact that some of them wouldn't get it made no difference in Jesus' actions. No tuvo diferencia para Jesús el hecho de que los discípulos no lo habían agarrado. Pay attention to me now. The fact that some of them wouldn't get it and they really didn't get it, it didn't change Jesus' actions. O sea, el hecho de que algunos de los discípulos no pudieron captar exactamente lo que él estaba haciendo no le cambió las acciones a Jesús. He did what was right in spite of their view of what he was doing. Él hizo lo que era correcto, lo que tenía que hacer, aunque ellos no podían entenderlo. For the sake of expressing the heart of the Father and to establish the truth of his kingdom, he served them all. So, para expresar el corazón de su padre y establecer una verdad de su reino, él lo sirvió a todos. If I don't wash you up, Peter, you will have no part with me. Si yo no le lavo los pies, Pedro, usted no tendrá parte conmigo. The words of Peter remind us, however, that we are temporary residents and part of an eternal kingdom. Las palabras de Pedro nos recuerdan que somos residentes temporeros en parte de un, eh, un reino eterno. We live in the temporary, folks. Vivimos en lo temporario. But the problem is the temporary affects, affects the eternal. El problema es que lo que hacemos en, el te, en lo temporario afecta lo eterno. So what Jesus does by his actions reminds us that our focus must be on the eternal. So lo que Jesús por sus acciones nos recuerda es que tenemos que enfocarnos en lo eterno. Peter, you're thinking about water and a towel and me, the son of God, washing your feet, but I'm thinking about the eternal. Pedro, tú estás enfocado en una toalla y agua y en que yo soy el hijo de Dios, pero yo estoy pensando en la eternidad. Come on, Pastor Mackay. I got a question for you. Tengo una pregunta para usted. How are you right now in regard to serving and loving people? ¿Cómo está usted ahora mismo? I mean, we've had a perfect We've had a perfect opportunity with the COVID-19 thing to serve and love people. Hemos tenido una oportunidad tremenda de servir a otros con la pandemia. And this would be a great opportunity for me to say that today at 4 p.m. Y esto es una oportunidad buena para mí decirle a usted que hoy a las 4 Central Provision could use your help. Eh, Central Provision, el Ministerio de la Compra del Food Bank de aquí puede, necesita ayuda. We're going to give out food tomorrow. Vamos a repartir comida en el día de mañana. We have some key people that will help guide us into getting things situated so that tomorrow becomes easy. Y tenemos algunas personas que están situados para que mañana pueda funcionar. Let me rephrase that. Becomes easier. Se haga más fácil. We're still serving people. The community still needs you. La comunidad todavía nos necesita. Me necesita usted. So I wonder if you could give up some time either today or tomorrow or today and tomorrow. Today at 4, tomorrow at 3.32. Uh, we're here till 6.30 in the evening giving out food. Uh, Hoy a las 4, mañana a las 3.30, de 3.30 a 6.30 es cuando repartimos la comida y necesitamos ayuda. But we have a serious need right now to help get things situated so that we can make tomorrow better. Y la necesidad es bastante grande de poder organizar todo para que mañana pueda funcionar más fácil. I wonder if Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. 
Quisiera saber si el Espíritu Santo tal vez le está hablando ahora mismo. Maybe he's putting a face to a scenario and you've operated wrong and you need to correct it. Tal vez le está poniendo una cara, le está poniendo un rostro a un escenario y usted tal vez estaba o no no estaba accionando de la manera correcta y él le está diciendo cómo hacerlo ahora. That little view I gave you at me at the Walgreens was just a little view. But perhaps you're in the middle of a mess that you created. Y esa la historia de, de yo en el, la farmacia era algo pequeño que yo quería ilustrar, pero tal vez usted está en un escenario que usted creó que es más serio. Or maybe you didn't create it, but you got so wrapped up in it, you didn't do what the scripture says, a soft answer turns away wrath. You just jump right in with both fists. I don't mean both fists literally. Maybe, but not literally. I'm just saying, have you made the situation worse instead of better doing what Jesus said? You, you've done your own thing. Tal vez usted no ha seguido lo que Jesús is there a possibility that you've become too self-centered and have forgotten the eternal is Holy Spirit saying to you that it doesn't matter if they ever get it you must serve them a full plate of the master's love Estaría el Espíritu Santo diciéndote que no importa si la gente no entiende lo que estás haciendo, usted todavía tiene que servirlo a la plenitud del amor del Padre. I'm going to read this last passage of Scripture. I'd love it if you would stand with me in the sanctuary. Voy a leer este último pasaje de las Escrituras. Online family, I want you to listen to the word here. Los que están viéndonos por el internet, también por favor escuche lo que vamos a leer. First Peter 3, verse 8. Primera de Pedro, capítulo 3, verso 8. Finally, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Those are actions. Don't repay evil for evil. I remind you, this is New Testament. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. They live in a far different age than we do now. And here's Peter saying, don't retaliate. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. Not that blessing that has an edge or an attitude. Well, God bless you. We know that that's not a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and He will grant you His blessing. I'm not done yet. You need to see all of this. For the Scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do, there's an action, good. Search for peace, more action, and work more action to find it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and His ears are open to their prayers. I'm going to say that part again. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. That means God attends to those who are doing, showing action right action. God attends to that. He gives ice to that. He gives uh, his heart, his attention to that. And his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. So even if the other person has treated you wrong, so, aunque la otra persona le trató mal.
Our response needs to be a godlike response. We all know we wouldn't have been washing Judas's feet. Maybe you're better and you, maybe you are good like that, but for the most part, we're not washing Judas's feet. Yet, God took the time to do it. Will you commit to being a real example of a Jesus kind of love? Usted se compromete ser un ejemplo real del amor de Jesús. Would you bow your head, close your eyes. If you're watching online, hopefully you're not driving. But if you are driving, don't close your eyes. If you're here right now and you're not in a right relationship with Jesus. Si estás aquí y no estás en una relación muy buena con Jesús. Somehow through the midst of this service you've recognized your need to know him as Savior and Lord. Y de alguna manera durante este servicio has reconocido tu necesidad de conocerlo como tu Salvador. Heads bowed and eyes closed in the sanctuary. Is there anyone like that that wants to turn their heart toward Jesus today? Lift your hand if that's you. Say, I've got to make things right with Jesus today and I want to be sure of my salvation. I don't want to have any question or question mark over whether or not I'm in a good place with Jesus. Thank you. I see a couple of little guys hands up now. I want you to pray this prayer with me if you raised your hand. And if you're online, pray along with us. Lord Jesus, I know I need you. And I really thank you for dying on the cross, for shedding your blood. All this you did for me so I may be forgiven. Wash me clean. Forgive me of my sins. From this moment, I'm yours. I choose to follow you. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, whether online or in the house, let me know some way or other. You can do that on Facebook. You can send a note. You can do it even uh, through email or electronic means, but somehow connect with us. Call the church. Uh, the, the number is accessible to you electronically as well. So call us, contact us, so that we can help you to know what to do next. This message is clearly geared towards we believers. Este mensaje claramente es para nosotros los creyentes, la iglesia. How many of you with eyes wide open be willing to lift that hand up high and say, I need to grow in the picture I give people of Jesus. Say, I need people to see more of Jesus in my actions. Not just my words. Pueden decir, yo necesito que la gente vea más de Jesús en mis acciones. And so you pray along with me. You pray it from your own heart, even though I'm going to be saying stuff. Lord Jesus, I need your help. I'm just a human, and what I've learned isn't always great. And I've acted in ways that I know offend you and are not according to your word. Help me, Lord, as I grow in you, as I give more of my life to you, to act like you want me to act. In your name I pray.
I love you folks. I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening in. If you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you please connect with us either at our website, www.centralfamily.net, or perhaps give us a call at 610-865-0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here and taking the gospel not only to the Lehigh Valley but around the world. We want to do our part in reaching the people that God has entrusted to us with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Remember, you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.